Hello and welcome to Two Guys One Cup, the show where we review, rate and rank anything that emerges from our cup. I'm Dan and with me as always is Joe, who will kick things off for us. Okay, well sadly we are going to start today with a, some sad news that came over the last couple of days, but unfortunately the uh, the, the great cold weathers has uh, sadly passed, which uh, yeah. many of you will know from various roles, from his starting role in Magnum Force in 1973 as the demonstrator, who unfortunately is uncredited for, mm. to what you probably more popularly know him as is Apollo Creed in Rocky and of course in... Uh, that that little alien film Predator, yeah, which is a, a fantastic, fantastic film. Um, Some good yeah. good arms in that film. I tell you oh, that. when uh, Dylan and but uh, what's his name? Uh, Dutch, Dutch, but Dutch is on the short snigger. He's Dylan, yeah, isn't he, it? When they when yeah. they high five, but you son of a bitch, uh, rip, ripping muscles. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. Super like looking in the mirror. Yeah, very much so. Well, um, yeah, and, so shout out there. It's got to also, be said. A, a lesser known um, fact is that he was inducted into the International Moustache Hall of Fame in 2016 for the category film. Oh, is that right? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, to be fair, deservedly so. He had a fine moustache. Lovely moustache, especially as a Apollo- yeah. Well, actually, in, in both those roles. What I find weird yeah. is when he did Rocky, he was 28. And he's I still 28. Think, yeah, which is frightening because we're both a little bit older than 28. Yeah, and 29. Seems like, yeah, and he still seems like a bigger boy. Yeah, like, yeah, there, there is something about that all the time, yeah. isn't there? Especially when... When it comes to yeah actors, and you kind of see them always as like ten or twenty years older than you, yeah, and then you realise ah they're younger, they're younger than I am. Depressing. But uh, did they have a podcast at that time? Touche, sir. Touché. There we go. There we go. Yeah. So who's winning now? Yeah. As we sit, as we sit quietly in our <laughs> in our little Pops. cubby hose. But anyway, Cole Weathers, love to the love to him and the family. And uh, moving on, obviously, to our review, as we always do. And what came out the cup this week? It's Lego. Oof. Something I'm sure everyone's very uh, opinionated on. Lego, that uh, small brick-like uh, toy that's been going for many, many years. Um, yeah. I think, it's, is it 1949 it, it started, but became Lego in 1953? It was, yeah, because ori- originally it was like wooden toys. Yeah, do you um, know what the name of the actual of Lego was originally? Automatic no. binding bricks. That was the original really name for Lego. Tongue, no, no, I can I can see why they changed that. It's actually uh, apparently mm-hmm. Lego is um, it means play well in Danish. Yes, yeah, leg in, in Danish. Got Lego. Lego. I think Legot. it's from yeah by uh, Ollie Kirk Christiansen. I think was the uh, original chap that uh, that made that. So. Uh, I mean, I mean, maybe Shout I'm giving out. my review a bit early. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> thank you for that because uh, yeah, I I am fond of Lego. Just playing my cards straight away. It's uh, it's still owned by the family, I believe. That, that is that right? Family. Yeah, yeah, they've never listed or anything well, like good that. For them. Um, well, I mean, one of one one of the. I mean, you wouldn't let it go because one of the facts you you always hear fun little tidbits from uh, from about Lego. But one of the the fun ones I often hear is it holds its value better than gold. Is, uh, I think something I always hear when it comes to yeah, Lego. but I think that's I think that's a bit dated now. I think that was before lots of people jumped on the bandwagon. 
So I don't think it's... What, before people realise they like gold and gold yeah. went up in value. <laughs> so I think people, it's like with all these things, once people realise, oh, hang on, if I collect this and it becomes rare, then it's going to be worth a lot of money. But then if everyone does it, it's not rare. So they don't no, necessarily true, but it, it does hold its value. <laughs> it will hold its value. Like it won't if you look at... depreciate. A, a closed one, obviously, won't necessarily depreciate, but I don't think it will quite appreciate in value as maybe once they did unless however unless you of course you have the lego space command center from 1978 which is worth ten thousand dollars oh ten thousand dollars i mean that's a nice little tidbit but if you had the solid gold 14 carat c3po from 2007 have a little guess uh how big is it's a high it's a high number fifty thousand pounds two hundred thousand Wow. Dollars, to be fair. Dollars. Wow. Is but, that boxed uh, or is that owned yeah. or pre, pre-assembled? I mean, I, I don't think it matters. It's solid gold. Um, it doesn't say how many that they actually made. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's solid gold and it's obviously very rare. So it's going to be worth quite a lot. I'm looking at it right now. I mean, it's literally a Lego figure. It's um, <laughs> made out of gold. It's, it's so all the crazy. bricks. Do you want numbers of Bricks are gold, are they? No, no, no. This is just C-3PO. As in one of the small figures. No. Yep. That's oh, it I just C-3PO. It's not even like a big version that you build. No. That's what I thought. It's just wow. a very small, yeah, very, very small C-3PO. Ah, in fact, no, five. Five were ever made, and that's it. And one of them cost 200 big ones. Yeah, that's wow. yeah, exactly. Well, I, I, I guess then maybe they all went went for around that much. Right. I mean, it's uh, it's still the drop off is the next one. Interestingly enough, number two is actually made out of wood. Oh, is that one of the original uh, toys? No, no, it's from twenty seventeen. Oh, the Nin Ninjago, which I think mm. is Ninjago movie. Uh, it's it looks like it's a it's actually a movie prop, so maybe it was for the, uh, uh, Lego, movie. the Lego movie. But that's valued, what it's saying, more than one hundred four thousand dollars. Blimey! See what so, would quite crazy. What would terrify? Oh, terrify me is the wrong thing to use, isn't it? God. But what would make me nervous about being a Lego collector for mm. for the purpose of you know, of money, financial gain. yeah, financial gain is storing them. Because True, the, but the, if you're a is... collector, yeah, but even if you're you know, like you storing know. them in a room, all it takes is like I don't know a mouse to get in there, or like some damp or something like that, and the whole thing's buggered. I, I think if you're if you're a serious collector, it's probably going to go into storage. I would say, yeah, and in that sure. storage, yeah, it would, yeah. Well, you'd be insuring. You know, if you if you got one one little Lego figure that's worth two hundred grand, that's getting insured. I tell you that. Well, to be honest, look, if we've got any Lego fans listening, let us know, or Lego collectors rather uh, listening, yep. let us know how you store yeah, your. Yeah, let us know at two G one C pod. Um, and you know what has received yeah. the accolade of? And I think this is a little bit subjective because it was on a couple of websites I saw, but as the worst ever Lego set. So it's obviously is subjective oh, no. by definition. So it's called Galida. That's G A L I D E R. Galida Nick, and it was in a included in Happy Meals 
in I think around 2010 from a program called Gali, the Defenders of the Outer Dimension. And this set is only three pieces. I'm unaware of this. I'm completely uh, naive to it um, or ignorant to it. So you got it in Happy Meals. It must be just in America. And it was, I mean, it looks crap. So it doesn't look like a proper Lego person. It's like just three bits that made it into this character. And it just looks crap. So that has been voted the worst ever set. The worst ever. Yeah. Do you remember like being a child and going on like flights and they'd give you a very small Lego set? Yeah, yeah. Like build a little Formula One car, that kind of thing. Yeah, loved it. I mean, even that was good time. I mean, now I love Lego. My kids, when they have a Lego set, I absolutely love putting it together. It's true. No, Lego is. I got my first adult Lego set, and that's not a uh, pornography reference. It's just literally Lego for adults. It's Johnny (laughs) Stinson. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, I I don't know who that is. Yeah, I I don't know who you mean. (laughs) <laughs> just uh, pulled that one, one out of the sky. Um, oh, you've completely thrown me with that. Just thinking of his back catalog. Um, Actually, he's, good, he's the, probably uh, done a lot of the uh, a lot of the jobs that Lego make on the things. Actually, like he's been probably. Been no, that's very lot. true. Johnny Sins has. Uh, he's got a varied. Uh, <laughs> he's almost like an international spy, which yeah. I'm sure he's. Uh, done that too i'm sure yeah. but anyway mm. <laughs> that's a, a topic for another review um but it was the seinfeld set and it's the oh. first like time probably since a child that i actually sat down and built a set and it was really quite therapeutic i just uh, put on some podcasts and uh, just kind of sat and just slowly built i didn't do it all in one go either so i did like an hour here an hour there it was quite nice to, to finish up and i think a, a real problem i have with lego is once you build it, especially I think adults have this issue more than kids, but once you build it, you want to display it if you do like a big yeah. set. Yeah. And they take up space. It's, they do take up. It's not easy to display. Like, say one of the larger sets, the Millennium Falcon or something like that. It's just how do you display all of that? Like, say if you're a Lego enthusiast and not a collector that just sticks them in a safe, one that actually likes to build it. You're going to want mm. to show it all off. How are you going to, how do you have the space? Yeah. I mean, I've seen what I have so, seen online that looks quite nice is people get like all the minifigures, like all the minifigure characters, mm. so like Star Wars or something like that. And they have that in a display case, like on the wall, like in a frame. No, oh yeah. You can get some really cool stuff. <clears throat> I mean, some of the stuff I've seen on things like Etsy and stuff like that, I saw this, it was like a, um, it was a coffee table, but basically the inside is kind of hollowed out and glass around it. And then you put your big, whatever Lego thing inside of there. Mm. And it looks like a very cool coffee table. So there are great ways of, of displaying, but again, (laughs) if you want to build like three of the larger Lego sets, you just got nowhere to put them. Well, that's a superb, superb segue you've uh, thrown there. So, do you know which uh, set has the most pieces? Ooh. I believe it's not the largest. No, go for it. So, it's uh, a map of the a world map, and it's got oh, 11,695 yeah. pieces. But it's not as big as you might think. I mean, it is big, but not as big as you might think because they're all like single studs. The little single. Oh, yeah, of course. Um, but the tallest is the Eiffel Tower. Which oh, how tall is that? 1.5 meters tall. Well, I've got a few Guinness Book of Records uh, 
things here. Do you mm. want to know that? So this obviously isn't, I assume, a Lego set that you can actually buy. Mm. But the tallest Lego tower is thirty-five point five meters in Italy. Wow, one hundred and fourteen foot, and approximately five hundred fifty thousand bricks to complete. That's uh, five hundred fifty thousand. Oof. Yeah. Quite a, I mean, I assume I had to get built with a crane. Well, yeah, you can't jump up there. No, no, it'd be a hard one. Yeah. You always have to have to put the pressure on. Um, yeah. Bloody hell. The, well, the longest set you can buy is Titanic. Oh, really? It's 9,000 pieces and it's 1.35 meters long. 1.35 meters? So this is what I'm talking about. How do you display that? That is, Yeah, yeah I mean, that so does I see take that, yeah. a, a bit of space. And the most expensive... 590 pounds, that one there. Well, that's not the most expensive currently in the market. The most expensive oh, no. on the market is the Millennium Falcon. And yes. I've seen it in the flesh and the well, I've seen the box and it's enormous. But the weirdest place so I've just seen it in like shops and stuff. But I've also seen it at an airport. So they have a Lego shop at the airport. And I mm. don't understand who's buying that at the well, airport. Well it's gotta be last minute presents. Yeah, but you're not taking that on a plane, are you? I mean how, how are you taking that? It's not like getting a tow and tow are big enough and cumbersome enough. I mean, no, but the, I mean, people get private planes. <laughs> people, people have money. Yeah, but like, this you is know, just like this was. A, they sell this, diamonds on these things, so they yeah, just this, get another seat. This was at Stansted, so you're not talking like private planes or anything like that. I mean, maybe they just don't sell anything, and it just looks nice having it there. No, but again, if you're in first class, I've, I mean, having. Yeah, I mean that that would probably be a, a part of it, but I don't know if you're in first class. Do you can you just bring what you want on? I've never done first class, I have to admit. So uh, I don't actually know what the rules are, but I assume if you're first class, you probably have a bit more wiggle room for what you bring on. Yeah, still quite it seems like quite a niche product. I think it's probably just yeah, it's there, definitely so. very. But I mean, if they sell one every six months, then it's worth it. Is it? That's what. I would say so, along with the fact that it attracts your attention to the store itself. Yeah, that that bit I get. But um, I'll let you know next time I go on first yeah. class, which I've never done before. I'll let you know. Yeah, I mean the the best I've ever had is slightly more legroom. That's that's the uh, <laughs> best airline ticket I've ever had. <laughs> I've never gone uh, much better than that, to be fair. Um, but, and yeah. have you ever? Because Lego is very expensive what it is now i know yes that very, a lot a lot of work goes into it so the engineering to actually design these proper sets yeah because is, is mind-blowing they, they've not changed have they like you can fit a block that's made today mm. onto a block that was made in for the original set yeah and everything's measured still fit. height-wise everything's measured in those blocks so people are yes. exactly three tall um but have you ever bought a knockoff one from china i can't say i have no so I've ordered a couple. Mm. And they are superb. Yeah. I have to say, yep, yeah, faultless. We've got um, the Harry Potter night bus. Like, I think it's like three floors or something like that. Absolutely brilliant. Exactly the same. All the instructions, absolutely brilliant. But like a fraction of the price. Oh, but, well, yeah. <laughs> there you go. But, uh, for, but, all your, for all your Lego needs. Yeah, it's absolutely superb. I mean, it's probably a bit more expensive now. Um but I've noticed recently they, they've gone more... You said before about Lego going adult and not in a Johnny Simmons way. But they've... Yes. Like a lot of their sets now, they do... I think there's a certain word for it, but they like have um, 
a bunch of roses or like they have different city lands you know cityscapes you can get and like a kingfish football stadiums and yeah so they're sort of catering to uh to everyone and i mean just talking about it it makes me think i'd love to buy some and just make it and just well that's the thing but like when i did the seinfeld one that's exactly what i want to do but i've got space to like display it all yeah i mean what i and the reason why i said earlier it might be a different thing for adults than kids is when i was younger we literally had a suitcase that was just full of lego just from all the various sets and bits throughout the years yeah. and you just build whatever you want i used to like build oh, i don't know like uh castles or i don't know uh I don't, strange buildings with you know, put like guns and things like that but i don't think they're they're not big on guns are they lego i think that's right they don't do a. Oh. I don't think you can get any military sets i think they're quite they don't oh. allow mil- uh, military sets, yeah. obviously tanks yeah. and things like that. But oh. I remember I, I used to have pirates. That was quite a good one. So definitely, they definitely used to do cannons. I'm sure that was one. Mm, slightly different though, isn't it, I guess? Because they yeah, do swords. Old, old school. They do yeah, swords yeah. so you can like, still like simulate a yeah. mugging on a street or something like that if you really want yeah, to. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, they just they haven't thought of London. <laughs> no. <laughs> Apparently set. there's, uh, I, I've read that there's 80 Lego Lego pieces per human being on earth yes and that they are also it's a lot isn't it and it is they are cool. also the biggest producer of tires by quantity in yes the world. I, I did hear that um that's, uh, that's a lot of tires it is a lot of tires but obviously each one of those is absolutely tiny so if it was on yeah. volume if it was volume then they're not but on sheer numbers yeah sheer numbers um, the plural of uh, lego is lego oh yeah, oh, that's that a good one. Fun little uh, dinner factoid for you <laughs> at your next dinner party. The most um, that will uh, <laughs> that will get everyone loving you. Yeah, across the across the table at McDonald's. The most um, the, the Lego <laughs> set I found the most surprising name, and maybe maybe it's just an English thing, is called the Lego Brickheads. Just because it rhymes with dickheads. The Lego Brickheads. Yeah. They're like, hmm. yeah, heads. Like you got, I think there's like a Yoda one. There's a Mario one. Oh really? Yeah. I've seen the. Have childish. you seen the? Have you seen the photograph ones? So you can of, go to like a Lego yeah. store and get your photo. I think it's very expensive for what I it think is. it's over a hundred quid. Yeah, and you take a picture, and then what they give you. Does it come out? Uh, I've never seen it. Yeah, I don't know it if com- it comes yeah. out with instructions or it comes out and the Lego's already built. I think it comes out. So it's like on a flat. It's not like a 3D one. It's like on a flat. No. Well, tile. it is 3D to an extent. Well, I think it's one one level of bricks. Is that how it is? I think so, yeah. I think it is. Well, I, I could be wrong. I pictured it was slightly 3D, but I, no, again, I don't think I, so. I've never seen it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I can see that being quite, especially if you're like into Lego. Quite a mm. fun thing to have on the wall, I guess. But yeah, hundred quid. It's quite, uh, quite a bit. But um, the bit that you mentioned before about having a big suitcase full of Lego mm. that that brings me onto my biggest drawback of Lego, other than mm. standing on the bit, etc. Et yeah, that's a big. I think we need to go into that. Well, bit. yeah, but the bit that I really dislike is <clears throat> having a big box of Lego that you rummage around and you want little bits, and there's always like bits of like there's a hair in there. Oh yes, it's the just of Lego. it's just revolting. It just makes me feel sick. It's even my it's, just my own one. It's just revolting. 
I think it's the color of the bricks that bring out the uh, the hairs brilliantly. And also, I don't know, probably things stick to Lego better. Maybe it's the plastic. Yeah, it's probably the, like, yeah, sta- they do the static. Because it's not like if you... I, th- I think if you had like a box of soft toys or old school toys, you get just as much grimness. You just can't see it. And I think with the blankness of the, the colors and it's just that color palette, you can just oh. see it. Yeah, I mean, I mean outside must... <clears throat> I have found... Out of what? Out of my mouth. Out of mouth. I'm going to stick with that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I assume it's like the static from the plastic. It's absolutely, absolutely revolting. But yeah, standing standing on Lego is, is pretty bad. Yeah, that's a painful, like really painful, because they're solid objects, uh, Lego. Mm. Like, yeah. not, there's not much bend in the uh, in the standard bricks. And, ooh, when you, when you get one, it's almost as bad as standing on a plug facing mm, I've, up. I've never done that. Oh, try it. It's great. Mm, I might try it later in the dark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely definitely better in the dark in the in an early morning when you've woken up. Um that's, but I, that's I, for sure. I did see a video of these two it was either two or four guys, it might have been two on each team, playing five aside, barefoot on a five aside pitch, but the whole pitch was covered in Lego. Oh, that must have been unpleasant. It, I mean it didn't look like fun. I mean they got my click. Yeah, fair it play. It's, it's all for the clicks. I mean, we'd do the same. We would indeed do the same. <laughs> At 2G1C pod, like and subscribe. <laughs> but um, um, yeah, that doesn't sound so great. There's been a few music videos. So I can't think of the, the, the name of one. Um, but, you know, when they use stop frame animation. Um, you know, Eddie Izzard famously did a whole bit on uh, Star Wars years the, and years the ago. Canteen, wasn't it? Uh, Eddie Izzard in the 90s. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And mm. so someone has animated the whole thing. In oh, really? just Lego. Uh, yeah, it's fantastic. It's, it's a very funny bit of Eddie Izzard, and I imagine. Uh, I do recommend anyone uh, look it up, but uh, maybe we'll put it in the description. Someone's done the whole the whole bit, but in Lego, and it does add something to it. Well, that's very but, good. So the thing that has really happened, uh, I suppose now it's a bit older. Uh, you mentioned it a little bit before, and then with Seinfeld, but it's, it's their kind of expansion into... Um, product placement or just being in in film well four mm. films so like the marvel universe harry potter as you mentioned but then things like seinfeld i think there's a friend set things like that which is very mm. clever i think it's but, a very good idea yeah i mean there seems to be sets uh, of getting the adults involved there seem to be sets of everything like you can get an old school yep. mickey mouse like cameraman or something that's i've described it absolutely shambolically but that's a very strange yeah like an adidas trainer as well just... yeah yeah i mean it really does does appear to be everything but i mean they they i think they were going a bit down in the cool world in like the late 90s mm. and they they really did bring it back i think with things like harry potter the Mar- harry potter and the marvel universe i think is What's really um, well brought them back? Well, I think originally it was Star Wars. Oh, of course. Because when Star the Phantom Wars, Menace yeah. came out in '99, I think that's what. Yeah, I think I that mean, was who, their whoever first... did that deal very clever. Yeah, I think that was their first like major, um, like film tie-in. Yeah, and a um, very a good one to choose. Yeah, yeah, shrewd. But it must be. I've often thought it must be amazing if you're an actor, and obviously if you're an actor, you're going to be immortalized in the film anyway. But a lot of these actors, even in really crap films, like the one that springs to mind is the, the uh, Marvel film Eternals, which I don't suspect mm. you've seen, but really crap. I've not, no. Um, yet, a lot of these actors are on the box, now on a Lego box. 
they're on a Lego bot. I mean, they've got a Lego character in many ways, but yeah, they'll you have your own Lego. Amazing. That is that is a nice thing to have, I must say. But uh, I don't know who any of the people were in that film. I must admit. Oh, you know some of the actors. Uh, maybe I'm not sure to be honest. Oh, Angelina Jolie was in Oh, was she? Mm, I really didn't know. I know. I know nothing about that film. I don't know if they advertised it badly or I just gave up just, on Marvel no, a while ago. This wasn't very good. Barry Keoghan, Keoghan, the Irish. No, no idea who that is. Have you seen um, Banshees of Inisherin? I have not. No. Oh. Seeing that, yeah, he is. How do you know? Oh, so, you have, so you have seen it. <laughs> well, I keep my eye out for it yeah. anyway. But yeah, a big question you've uh, all been wondering is how many bricks it would take for you to go to the moon. Oh, I was going to ask a similar question, but it's like different number of bricks to go to the moon. Um, oh, it's, I think it's three hundred. Is it three hundred seventy-five thousand miles to the moon? I don't know what that Oof. is. I don't know centimeters or live mathematics here. Yeah, um, I'm gonna guess two point five billion. Forty billion. <laughs> that, was, that was a little bit out. It'll be off. Yeah, I mean, you may have made it to the sky with your one, but yeah, Blimey. apparently forty. But I mean, I have to admit, I've done no fact checking on this. So. Mm. I don't have the time to, uh, to to see if that's true. So someone probably has plucked that number out out from somewhere. Out their ass. But we so that means we could actually go to the moon and back um, five times using Lego. Yeah, five times because there's four hundred billion Lego bricks in the world. Yeah, yeah, and they could up production. They could if we, if we had to get there. If we, we had to, to relocate to to the moon. Yeah, I mean, how long it would take to climb that? Also, that is going under the assumption it's just a single brick. So, I, I mean, Lego is solid, but I imagine it would be getting blown a bit, at least as it before it leaves our atmosphere. Well, I tell you what. So you have forty. So you need forty billion stacked up on top of one another, right? How yes. many could you put? So you got that first brick on the ground. Yeah. How many bricks do you think you could put on top of it? Until that one at the bottom is destroyed, and I read that this this when what do you when what do you mean when when you say destroyed do you mean the tower leans over or it's no, no, that, so much that, weight yeah yeah that that brick at the bottom just like crumples I'm surprised Ooh, I think the number is very high Go I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say a huge number I'm gonna say ten thousand well I'm gonna fact check this for next week because I've only read it on one source. 375,000 which can't be right but then I suppose if you think about it a little square one it's quite squat it's got the strong yeah. side so maybe it is right but that's a lot of bricks so that's, that's the biggest I mean they, they are strong they are, they are a very strong item but that's I mean that's going to be an issue with getting to the moon then isn't it because we need 40 that billion. will be an issue amongst we need 40 billion but amongst the the wind <clears> and, <throat> and 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 all the other issues of of doing that you're nitpicking you're nitpicking yeah you're being well, a bit, bit of a negative nelly there i think that's <laughs> debbie downer <laughs> um and i didn't know this uh until i was researching but anyone can submit uh, an idea for a lego set and if it gets ten thousand votes then they will consider it oh is that right yeah well, yeah. do you want to know my? Um, I have to admit, there is a Lego app and I've never used it, so then maybe they have this already. Mm. But here's my brilliant idea for Lego 
And by doing this on the podcast, our many, many listeners may steal it, but whatever, just give me credit. So I think on the app, you should be able to have access to any brick that a Lego has ever made, any brick at all. And then you should be able to like a bit like Ikea, where you can design a kitchen, design anything you want using these virtual bricks. And when you're done designing it, you should be able to order that set and then make it in real life. So say if you wanted to make a boat in the app and you literally design it using all the bricks so it's physically possible hmm. and then you hit send and then you get charged by the brick or something like that. Don't you think that would be a fun idea? I think that I think that is actually a very good idea. Yeah, I mean, it may already exist, but I've always thought that would work. I'm an yeah. ideas man, not a doing man. Oh, yeah, someone else can do it. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, I take all the there. money for it. And I, <laughs> yeah. I, I can just sit there in the pub going, that was my idea. Yeah, you'll soon own Lego. Yes, yes, yeah. Um, well, I'm available for all uh, other Lego ideas. I have, think if I gave you that one, think of the ones I, I haven't given you. Well, I, mean, I wonder if one day they might have their own, um, they might release a two guys, one cup um, but Lego, studio oh. Lego set. Oh, I'd be honoured. Absolutely honoured. Oh, ah, I that's, think that's what the, the world needs. Uh, yeah, I think Joe Rogan's probably in the lead at the moment. But yeah, yeah, I wonder yeah. if he's got one. Maybe we'll have him on one show. Give give him a bit of a rub of our our, our listeners. Yeah, let's just get help him. help him on. I think Chuck he's just signed a, signed a new um, contract with Spotify for about yeah, two hundred fifty million. Yeah, two hundred fifty million dollars. That's all so. right. Good I mean, yeah, I mean, it's nice that the little people are doing well. Yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah good luck to him. Good luck to him. But uh, yeah, some of the gifts and records that I've got here for Lego, there's a, a Ferris wheel, which mm. looks like a, in uh, the Czech Republic, diameter of 3.38 meters. And uh, how many pieces is that? No, I don't have a piece number, but it's a pretty, it's got 43 carriages. Pretty, uh, pretty tasty. Someone's built an entire caravan. I don't understand what? how it really works with the because I'm literally on the Guinness World Records website. But I, pres- I presume you can't like the carousel, uh, the um, the wheel. You can't sit in it, can you? It doesn't look like you can sit in it, but it is huge. It's bigger mm. than a human. That's for sure. Yeah, it's right. like double the size of a human being. But no, I don't think you can actually sit in it. Mm. But someone has made the largest caravan. Um, again, like these, I don't know how it can be a Guinness World Record because some has someone made a smaller caravan. I just imagine someone's made a caravan mm. and they've turned that into a record. Apparently a total of 288,630 bricks, which actually I think is quite small. But looking at it now, like you can go in it. It looks like a caravan. There's the guy that's made it. He's sitting there at the table. In fact, uh, I don't know if you remember, this is quite a few years ago. I don't think it's still there, but near um, Hamley's, the, the uh, famous toy shop in London, mm. one of the bus stops right by it is made out of Lego. Whole. Yeah. The no, whole bus stop made out of Lego. I don't well, know if still, it's still there. Can't be. I mean, it was. I mean, I saw it. Um, yeah, the whole the whole um, thing was Lego. That, again, I don't know if it's still there. I don't know if it was a, for a special occasion. But hey. yeah, whole thing. Hey, I'm surprised yeah, it's, someone it's hasn't destroyed cool. it. And the fact but, is, you don't, you don't really notice it, to be honest. But I think it was a working bus stop. Oh, I'll have a little look as I work around the corner. Well, and I, I think it's very glued in. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, have a have a look if it's still there. Have a, uh, stick it on the uh, stick it on the Twitter or the X, and it, uh, let everyone know. I'm surprised it hasn't been vandalised by the producers of like generic building blocks. 
There you go. <laughs> yeah, well, they're, um, they're too busy copying Lego. Yeah, but you raise an interesting point. The guy who, a super guy, made the biggest caravan. And like you said, my mm. caravan. Like I've got a pot of chewing gum in front of me. What's to stop me making yeah. the world's biggest Lego pot of chewing gum and getting this? Well, that's my that's my point. Like, who decides it's a world record? I mean, I assume it is a world record. But if you did make that chewing gum, that would also be a world yeah. record. So a slightly less impressive one, but a world record nonetheless. So what you I'm hearing get is that, that certificate. Well, what I'm hearing is that we need to do a pod world record challenge. Oh, that would be great. Imagine, yeah. imagine we can get in that. Yeah, that, that sounds like a good idea. Put in your ideas at uh, 2G1C pod on, on the X to mm. let us know what record we should break. And we want it to be something quite small that we can make a little bit bigger. Yeah, and something that we can do. That would be lovely as well. Yeah, like a phone. What about an iPhone? Just a few black blocks. Possibly. I, don't, I, I imagine that's already been done, well. to be perfectly honest. Well, let's find out. We'll, see. we'll, we'll have a we'll have a think um, for that one. But I think it's uh, it's time for the scores, really, at this point. Yes, uh, do you want to go first? Okay. Well, I, I'm going to be quite positive. I think with this one, big mm-hmm. fan of Lego. The main negatives for me is the uh, stepping on, mm-hmm. which is horrendous. And I guess the expense is a very pricey thing. It's, it takes up all the space. Your the hygiene thing. Yeah, I, I know what you're saying, but it's actually like that for everything. I think Lego just shows it up more. But I'm going to give it an eight and a half, I think. Solid, pretty high, 85%. I, I think it deserves that. It's close to a nine. And I think I was going to go nine, but then I just I just pulled it back a little bit. So I'm giving it a nine. Oh, give me um, a nine. Good, because it means that I voted lower than you. And that's the main thing, as far as I'm concerned. So, yeah. So I'm going a nine, and the reason it's not a ten is because of the dirtiness. That really does get to me. Um, the price yep, stuff, price side of things, because it's not an essential thing. If you, there's an argument to say, well, then you don't need to buy it. But it is primarily for kids, which does make it seem a little bit can make it a bit more affordable because. Yeah, exactly. It's for kids. Although nowadays it does actually feel like it's primarily for it's adults. That's true, though. yeah. No, that's fair. So many, so many of the sets are for adults. Yeah, I mean, there are quite a lot of it's kids sets, like Barbie and Friends. and. Yeah, yeah. well, you say that, but Barbie now, well, there's a lot of adults well, into that again. Yeah. Um, that's the strange although, world we live in. Actually, as it happens, I don't think they do Barbie. Do they not? No, I don't think they do. I mean, I, I, I wouldn't know. Um, they do Lego. Yeah, fun. I mean, maybe they have. Maybe they have. I mean, to be fair, it's a rival toy brand, mm, so mm. and um, that would make sense. And the other reason it gets a nine is for a couple of spin-offs as well. So Lego Movie, which I absolutely loved. Um, yeah, I haven't seen any of the other ones, but the original Lego Movie, I did really enjoy that. It was really good, and um, Lego Land in Windsor. I've never been. I must say, uh, it is uh, it is a, a good day out. Fun for all the family. Yeah, I can I can imagine that's quite 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 fun, um, especially with the from, younger kids. Apart from uh, apart from rides that are a bit spinny, that make me feel oh, sick. not a fan of the spinny oh, rides. Oh, that, no, just horrible. I think I used to like them when I was little, but now just it just I think, ruins I think theme parks and roller coasters and things like that. That's a, that's a review for the future, surely. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to yeah, score that. them quite low. I have to say, just putting it out. <laughs> Yeah. Ugh. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, theme parks. So you're not a fan of theme parks? Uh, I like the gentle yeah. It's 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 anything that makes my stomach move around or goes around in circles. 
just ruins well, the day. Maybe a two birds one one cup pod uh, away day where we we go to a Alton Towers or something like that and give that a good review, or a bad one, or a bad one. Yeah, yeah put me yeah, in the teacups absolutely. and uh, they're getting zero. <laughs> the teacups is funny. I haven't been. A... Um, but anyway, give your suggestions for the next review, everyone, and on on the X at two G one C Pod five star reviews. Remember, we will read them out if you uh, if you write anything and uh, like and subscribe, and also tell your friends, spread the word. We're looking to take over the take over the world. And speaking mm. of X, we have had a uh, a request of the uh, next part of the show, and that's from. Uh, from Jamie Sinai. At Jamie Sinai. So, uh, at Jamie Sinai. That, that mm. is true. And they wanted us to do our top school subjects. Now, this is a hard one. We were thinking about doing a top five. And I had to admit to Dan that I would struggle to do a top, well, top more than one, to be honest. Because I, I wasn't a school person. I wasn't very good at school. I didn't get on with it very well. At nice. least subject-wise. I wouldn't say I hated school. I'd just say subject-wise, I wasn't wasn't a good student no but my, i guess my challenge to that is that you went to school you did subjects you must have some that were less bad than the others <sighs> i wouldn't put them as a top that's the thing i mean there's i'll tell you the one that i did enjoy and that was games that was great fun so, only when it was things like playing football or bench ball if you remember that game i remember bench ball but so so not pe they're different things aren't they I guess so. I mean, it was PE when I was uh, in primary school, and they called mm. it games in secondary school. So I'm just going to call it games because uh, ours were two different things. Oh, really? No, no, no. We had we had <clears> games <throat> once a week, and that was it. Ah, uh, right. Because we had PE, which was like I mean, I went to an all boys school, and it wasn't quite gymnastics, but it was like trampolining and stuff like that. But then we had games, which was um, rugby. During the winter yep. and autumn, which I absolutely detested, because um, I, I was like rugby. no, because I was short, small, uh, you know, small and fat. I was the hooker, and would just get punched in the face and kneed in the face. By the and, yeah, it's just, it's just, I just hated every second of it. And then <laughs> the, in the summer, we play cricket, and cricket was all right. It was fine to play, but I've never been the biggest. I've got no time for cricket. Um, but then, as we got later on, no, I don't see the point in cricket. In cricket, no. I mean, as we got later on in school, though, um, like in sixth form, we could choose what we wanted to do. So football was, was my number one choice. But we could also do swimming. Now, swimming, so I went to school in Watford, and swimming we could do mm. at this place, this like leisure centre called Watford Springs. And oh, yes. It was, it's, it's now long gone. I think it probably closed down because of one of those rumours that all these leisure centres closed down because someone's put in razor blades in the, in the, uh, or did a in the flumes. Or did a, well, so I did, no, I did see that once. In the, <laughs> or, not, not when I was doing or When school. you look down by your shorts. <laughs> yeah. No, I was swimming in, uh, in one of the actual pools, not like the splash areas. Uh, I was swimming along and it, like a poo. Just bobbed. <laughs> I thought this this isn't for me. This is this, and this. I did apologise after. Yeah. <laughs> um, but what was great about going there swimming was that I mean it's quite fun because we could do whatever we want, like on the rapids. But also the teacher um, who did it, a guy called Mister Marsden, who I, I believe is no longer with us. Yeah, uh, you would turn up and he would basically say, "Right, I've registered you. You can do swimming. You can sod off. I don't care. Just if you go swimming. Oh, that's the kind if you of go swimming, if you go swimming, don't drown." because I'm going to be buggering off soon as well. So uh, do what you want. 
Which oh, was, and that's what that's what you want. That's what you want. You don't get yeah. teachers like that anymore. All with registration, safety, oh, oh, political correctness gone mad. Oh, nanny state, nanny state. Um, yeah, not... so I, was, I was a big fan of games. <laughs> yeah, who needs that? Yeah, um, nanny straight. Big brother gone mad. Um, yeah, then... yeah. Games, games was great, but something that was a big negative in games, and I assume you had it, and I was certainly very low, and I hated it, and many of you listening, I'm sure, do too. But the beep test. Oh you ever do God. the beep test? Yes, 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 yes. That's horrendous. Awful. Awful. And the thing that made the beep test even worse is games, it sounds like you had very different to what we had, where basically we often play football, which is great. But sometimes, yeah, we do the beep test. And effectively, we'd get to play football when the beep test finished. So you always had like two or three people that were like doing it properly. And so oh. everyone's just waiting to play football while watching people go. So the idea of the beep test is you go from one side of the playground to the other side of the playground before the beep and the beep gets faster. That's pretty mm. much it. Yeah. And I was always out very swiftly and probably would be quicker to go out now than I would then. But mm. uh, yeah. It, and so I just <laughs> stood and waited while the uh, fitter children or the older children uh, did, did better. I didn't enjoy the beep test. Punishing. No. But imagine those those kids because it's similar to us. We'd be rewarded with like football or something. Yeah. Uh, when it was done, but I imagine to be one of those kids who could go like all the way to like nine point seven or whatever. I can't remember yeah, what it was. Exactly. Scumbags. Must be amazing. I Must mean, I can't imagine of those dizzy heights. To be honest. No. So the yeah the beat test was was horrible. Yeah, it was to horrible. Be quite frank. Um, but I had a, a couple of a couple of favorite subjects i think it's fair to say it well i was about to say interestingly and that made me sound like an absolute prick but one of them i i didn't do for a level but we'll come back to that one of the subjects i did do that was absolutely pointless and i didn't like it and dropped it straight away was latin mm. never did latin after no it's not an option to me no so uh we had to do it in the second year and then i don't think many people carried it on but I mean, utterly pointless. Utterly I mean, I've pointless. heard arguments though that learning Latin isn't a bad thing because you learn about how language is created, how it's put together. I've never done Latin, so it's but hard it's, for me to say. But you but don't use problem. Latin, but it helps you with your further life. I don't know how. I've never no, done it, and I have mean, no desire to. to, so to be I, I did languages. Well, I did German and obviously English as well, but I found it served no purpose. To be honest, like the, yeah. the the construct of of linguistics, and there certainly weren't like German, die, das, dein, der, whatever. Masculine and feminine was, wasn't. That's so boring. That's, that's isn't whole it? Other, so whole boring. Other playing field nowadays. It was, yeah, uh... it was uh, <laughs> um, it wasn't reflected in Latin. I, it was just pointless. I dropped it after a year. I think most. I'm not sure anyone carried on with it. To be honest, probably one or two little nerds. But the, one of the Latin teachers we had um, was a guy called Mister Briggs. And he made the mistake early on of allowing Briggsy. kids, Briggsy, of allowing the kids to see a weakness. Uh, and the, that weakness was his character, basically. So he would, he would quote, it sounds terrible. He would regularly cry in lessons because kids were being horrible. To oh, no. Him. He had the thinnest of skins. Um, oh, no. You can't yeah. be a teacher and do that. No. I mean, I would be, I'd be, I think, one of the worst teachers in the world. I, because I, I've just got no patience for dickheads. 
I don't I don't think I'd be a very good teacher, I have to admit. No. Fair play to all your teachers out there. I don't think I'd do it. Don't think I'd... I mean, because I, I was never... I wouldn't say I was the naughtiest of students, mm. but I was quite cheeky, talk back, that kind of student. I'd been... You know, I was always in the lower sets. I got kicked out of class a lot for talking or moved to, to, to different people because I was just talking all the time. I never really cared. I wouldn't say I was the naughtiest. I did naughty things. I mean, I remember science once it's a bit of a strange story i suppose but as as you're starting to learn that a lot of mine are um i can't remember what the science experiment was but we're doing it with um plasticine mm. uh, sorry not plasticine play-doh and we had quite large lumps of play-doh and i obviously being the comedian that i aspired to be decided to roll up the uh the play-doh into um shall we say uh, a poo shaped thing and then mm. I'd go to my partner, partner in uh, in science that is, yeah. and pretend to uh, basically bend down on and uh, say, pretend that I was doing a poo on the floor, and that's yeah. that was science for me. And yeah, it, yeah. it was much hilarity uh, prevailed, but uh, yeah, that's the kind of thing I did. I mean, that's why I probably didn't do that well in school. <laughs> And you haven't massively changed either. That's the... no, no, no. My humour is still it's quite similar. It's still quite base. Um, yeah. So I actually quite like science, if I'm honest. Um, I didn't have. I, you know, when you watch a film like is it Dead Poet Society or um, Coach Carter, whatever, you have these teachers that are just incredibly inspirational, and mm. they like get everyone. I never had that teacher that even was slightly inspirational. I just didn't yeah. connect with any any teachers, so I think that was the problem. Because I think science, I would have enjoyed if I if I did it now, like especially the more hands on stuff. Yeah, but, I mean, because we, we we did separate sciences, so split into biology, physics, and chemistry, and the teachers there was a bit of a mixed bunch very mixed bunch but with physics and chemistry yeah. i had these weird it's never happened actually happened a little bit with maths as well where at first i really struggled to get it what was going on and then literally for both of them it was really weird just in one lesson it all clicked i can't describe it but suddenly it all made sense it was like um i can't think it's like a, an epiphany it's very weird huh. Very weird, but, well, but I'm still waiting for that to happen yeah. to me. But um, speaking of inspirational teachers, or not, as the case may be, so one of my favourite subjects was history. Mm. Absolutely loved it, but for some reason didn't carry it on into into A levels. But absolutely loved everything about history. So we did like the Cold War and the Second World War in particular, and the, like your standard Romans. And mm. that. One of the teachers we had was a guy called Mister, <laughs> and his reputation preceded him for being a bit of a lunatic. Now, when I started as a little, like, 11 or 12-year-old whippersnapper, I'd heard these rumours about him. Um, but I thought they were, like, you know, stuff that people tell first years just to get them all scared and everything. But in one of our first lessons, um, someone was talking when they shouldn't have been. Oh, dear. And he had a box, a cardboard box in the corner of the room yeah. <clears throat> with a smiley face on it. And I think he called it something like the blobby box. And what he did was... Sounds like an after-class uh, yeah. thing that you never speak of again. Well, this wouldn't happen nowadays. Um, so what he did was he'd get this box, he would put it on the offending pupil's head, and then punch <laughs> the shit out of the box as hard as he could. Oh, really? Like, absolutely go to town on it, yeah. 
Oh, fantastic. Yeah. And and was it, that child uh, then traumatized enough? They were because when he screamed, he he was quite a scrawny man, but yeah. pierce, piercing eyes, really like oh, the eyes were across it. Oh, and he'd like people were if people were writing during the lesson, doing what they needed to do, he'd come around with those old. Can you remember the old meter stick rulers? Oh um, yeah, yeah. He'd have a, a wooden one, and basically he'd come up to a kid behind them while they're busy writing, and he basically play snooker with their head, <laughs> hit them in the back of the head. Um, <laughs> and I believe he got sacked in the end for pushing a six warmer down the stairs. Um, but he he had some troubling views. Oh dear, that will do it. Yeah, he uh, he had some troubling views, particularly Oof, on. That's uh, yeah, he had some troubling views, particularly about Hitler. Um. Oh really? Was yeah. he for or against? Well, he would you like um, talk about what a great strat- strategic leader he was, and all this that, and the oh. other. Um, but oh, did I... but did also say, look, look, lads, this was like in I don't know, probably like nineteen ninety four, nineteen ninety five or so. Say right, um, just so you know, China. We'd say what? Yeah, China. That's the next big world terror. Just so you know. Hitler was nothing compared to China. Oh, so there you go. That was uh, <laughs> oh, wow. <clears throat> yeah, ahead of his time. Then. He was quite forthright. Yeah. Um, Interesting. I mean, we had a, a French uh, teacher. Uh, I won't name him, but we'll call him Toenails because that's what everyone called him. That's disgusting. Um, yeah, this just because of his name. To be honest, no, no disgusting stuff. Yeah. But um, he was a very crazy teacher. Like when when you think back, really crazy. One, he would tell us things which were <laughs> clearly lies. So he'd say stuff like he could kill you with a scream because he was trained in something. Um, <laughs> but the stuff he did in terms of discipline. So I was in definitely the naughty class so I, I didn't really have him although i did in maybe my final year but we would basically when you're at the bottom set you're you're the feral class they're like these kids aren't learning we just need to put them in a class and so yes certain times we'd be really feral and he would come in and absolutely annihilate so he'd uh, there'd be stories of him having to take like a couple of kids out of our class, put them in his class <clears> to <throat> keep them under control. Mm. And he would make them fan the class with the door. Oh, and right. if the door squeaked, he would go crazy. Absolutely. Oh, like, and he, he was a, he, I wouldn't say to the point of killing someone, but he had a very, very loud voice. Everyone absolutely feared him. And the, the craziest thing I think I remember him doing, he sent the whole class out. And I think as we were all leaving the class, someone said something and he grabbed their bag, (laughs) grabbed their bag, tipped it upside down, kicked its entire content down the the corridor, counted to like five, something like that. (laughs) When they finally picked it all up within that time limit, so they're rushing around. He just got it, tipped it up again, <laughs> do it again. And, uh, I do remember him him genuinely. That's uh, that wasn't a rumor. That's I, I remember seeing that. That was kind of crazy. <laughs> that's very funny. That was uh, um, fun times. But yeah, I mean, what other subjects would you put up there as your uh, your other faves? I was a big fan of maths, actually. Maths, or yeah, I did like maths. I think partly because it was just a little bit like sciences. I guess it was um, objective. Yeah, it made sense. Your answer was yeah. Well, some of it made sense, but your answer was right or wrong. 
where you had something like oh. history in English or or something like that, where there's how you interpreted it, how you yeah. did, how you conveyed your argument. Whereas with maths, I can't think of any instances now, but pretty much it was you're either right or wrong. Yeah, so that's yeah, what I quite I think, like. That. Uh, was, I mean, there are a few disagreements nowadays with that. Yeah, but that's just but, a whole other political level. But yeah, it's um, yeah, maths another one. Just couldn't. I just I wasn't good. I wasn't good as a student. Mm. I remember. I mean, the the favorite thing that I had with maths was having a compass and just stabbing my pencil case with it. I think I probably stabbed a few of my mates with it a little bit, where you just give, you know, not like a terrible stab, but a little stabby stabby. Little poke. I mean, I have little to say, poke. if I was if I was a teacher, I'd have just hated you beyond words. Oh yeah, I mean, some I I was obviously a really weird child. Just some of the weird stuff I used to do. I used to fill. I used to, if I had a hard pencil case, I used to like to fill it, the tipex, um, just fill like the mold with tipex just to see what would happen and just let that dry. Nah. And another thing I used to do, and this is really quite, I, and you know what, I reckon I'd really enjoy it now, is I used to cover like my hand in Pritt stick mm. or the PVA glue. Oh, cover yeah, it, peel it off. Cover it, yeah. let it dry and peel it off. Yeah, I used yeah, to yeah. really enjoy that. And um, I, like I say, I think I'd actually quite enjoy doing that now. Uh, yeah, it's quite good. I, just, I don't know yeah. if my kids PVA glue it is very uh, satisfying. Yeah, yeah. My hands are a bit hairier now, so it is slightly more painful. Oh, it would uh, hurt. Than I remember it. Yeah, being. yeah, that's true. One um, thing I didn't like um, was I, I, I did art, mm. and uh, I wasn't. Well, I'm not very good at art. It was just I think one of the dossier mm. options. And uh, for my GCSEs, I, again, I couldn't really draw. So I decided to do like um, a comic book. Mm. And I thought my teacher was quite harsh again, when you, when you think back. So I did a comic book and I was finishing off another exam downstairs. And basically with art, you put all your pictures up and then someone comes and rates, rates you, which is the opposite of say the mathematics or it's just someone's opinion. Mm. And so when I finished my exam, my GCSE exam, he he's down there waiting for me, going crazy at me. It forces me to go all the way to the top floor, which is five flights of stairs, which just sucks in itself. And basically the way I put everything up was I made it, nothing was straight. It was all a bit, you know, awry because it was a comic book. Mm. And he made made me put it all perfectly straight. <laughs> and it's like, well, I thought this was art. It was meant to be my artistic Inter vision. Yeah, it's how you interpreted but, it. Uh, yeah, and clearly it wasn't. I was, I was but yeah, I would have hated to have me as a child. Uh, as a child? Um, as a, yeah, as a student yeah, as a and a child. As, as, um, a, as a student, yeah. I think it would have blown. Um, and the other one that I did quite well in was English, but English literature was... So I went to a boys' school, and mm. for... I don't know if it's GCSE or A-level, our teacher selected as one of the books we were going to study, um, a book called Mrs. Dalloway by Virginia Woolf. Now, bearing in mind that we mm. were um, a class of um, boys aged between, I guess, 14 to 17 or so, and this was quite a feminist book, it, oh, yeah. it, it, it just didn't land. No. Didn't land. The other teacher was doing, like we were doing Frankenstein, but she was she was quite a quite a feminist teacher and didn't land. But I was always a big fan of the old uh, bit of English, big fan. My um my teacher at GCSE, I don't know why this was part of GCSE English, but 
we had to stand up and do a presentation on something. Hmm. We, we had to draw some things and then we had to do a presentation on them. My teacher um, lost my stuff, <laughs> just lost it and told me I still had to stand up and do the presentation on it. But without your stuff? And I didn't, and I didn't even, I, I didn't even get pitied, a pity good mark. Oh. So uh, yeah, not not good. Yeah, as you as you're probably telling by all my stories, uh, I'm just going through childhood trauma. <laughs> we uh, in our second year, we had to do this thing called a second year project, and it wasn't for any particular subject. It wasn't for any subject, in fact. It was just like your form did it. But everyone had to do it, and you could literally do it on anything, literally anything mm. you wanted. And I did mine on the Kennedy assassination. Oh yeah, it's probably quite a weird thing for like a twelve year old to do. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty um, hardcore. But it was pretty good. I found actually the folder quite relatively recently of like the actual. Oh yeah. But you had to do two parts to it. One was like a um like a written presentation, and the mm. other one was a practical part of it. So, for example, a friend of mine did filmmaking. So he did a whole presentation about this is my film, this is a story, blah, blah. and then he actually made the film. It was a bit strange, yeah. but he made the film. Um, so for my one, I recreated Dealey Plaza where Kennedy got shot. Oh yeah, with like the book depository, the grassy knoll, all the signs, the magic, the magic bullet, magic bullet, the puff of smoke, and did like all. I got a bit of string and did like it's quite quite uh, heavy stuff. It was quite heavy. Now that I look back, it seems like quite yeah, like quite a weird thing for a twelve-year-old to do. But it was bloody good. But what I got away with was like <laughs> putting in pictures of like the back of Kennedy's head in the morgue, <laughs> with, like his brain <laughs> with his brain yeah. pouring out, which. Yeah, that's quite troubling, actually. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think we're just reliving childhood trauma. Uh, yeah, well, we, I mean, we had this, this bit. We had one other English teacher, and she was quite attractive, I have to mm. say, even then. And I remember her, but she, if she got angry at anyone, she wouldn't shout. She was always quite softly spoken like this, but quite attractive. And I remember her once, she, I can't remember what the context was, but basically she, she, for some reason, she asked me if I like motorbikes. I can't remember why. And I panicked. Did you think that she was asking you out? Well, I panicked. So I was like, yeah, I love motorbikes. She's like, oh, which is your favorite? I was like, oh, um, probably one of the Yamahas is is my favorite. She didn't believe a word of it. She knew what she she was doing. But what's weird, similar to what we were talking about actors before, is that a lot of these teachers, we're probably older now than they were then, which is weird. Some of them are older, but most of them were younger, and that's weird because they seem like ancient. Yeah. But um, yeah, they certainly did. It's, um, yeah, I wouldn't go back to my school days. I don't think. In fairness, I had a lot of fun with my mates, but I didn't get on with the didn't get on with the uh, the teachers at all. Didn't didn't feel like I learnt very much at all. I just kind mm-hmm. of got away with it, which is probably why I'm I'm at this age trying to trying to do podcasting. Yeah, that's the spirit. <laughs> that's the spirit. Oh, indeed. Well, I think it's. Uh, Time to mention the uh, the X as ever at two G one C pods. Do please give us an idea of what you wanted to talk about next, as mm. we do, as you can see, talk about it. Just ask Jamie Sinai and others, and also let us know your fact checks if we've got anything wrong, which obviously is difficult. But if we have, do do let us know. But uh, other than that, give suggestions, and we will see you next time. Cheerio. It's the two guys, one cup podcast. It's the two guys, one cup podcast.